Welcome to the Full Jack Podcast. <laughs> hey, welcome back, Four Jack fam. No hooks, no gimmicks, no nothing. Just going to give it to you raw right now. What we got in the barrel, what you guys are about to listen to is exciting. It's the second half of our sit-down with our good friend of the show, Jim McCulley. If you know Jim, please enjoy. If you don't know Jim, I highly recommend you head on back down. Scroll all the way through our episodes. I don't even know. This would be episode 34. I believe Jim's first sit-down or his first half with us is episode 25. An evening with Jim. Highly recommend that you take a listen to it. Even if you have, listen to it again. There's some tidbits in there that even I giggle at here and there. But guys, I appreciate you hitting play. I suggest to you that you hit the subscribe button where you get your podcasts from so that you don't have to guess when releases come out. We guess when releases come out, so we don't need all of us guessing. But folks... Please enjoy the second half of our sit-down with Jim McCulley. As you can hear at the end of this, sounds like he wants to come back in the lab. So discuss some product lines, maybe? Jim, I know you're listening to this. Why don't you do us a favor and tell us about those two hole-in-ones? Whoa. Um, Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. Yeah, two hole-in-ones. I think it was four or five years ago. Uh, There's... um, for anybody that's going down and playing a course in Pinocchio, like Pinocchio Golf Club, or mm-hmm. even down to Wolf Ryan Creek, Moore. Ryan, yeah, Mursey for mm-hmm. sure. If you're going down in that area, you should leave two hours earlier. Um, when you get down to the Pinocchio turnoff, you would go, um, help me, east to go to Pinocchio. But if you go west and drive for about 10, 12 minutes, you'll see a sign in just outside of Rimby. I don't even know if you guys have ever mm-hmm. been to Rimby. But Never been there. No of it. Small little town. Small little town. I have an I have an account there called right. Gull Lake. Gull Lake Golf Club. And it is a nine hole par three golf course. Okay. But this we're not talking 80, 90 yard pitch and putt. We're talking anywhere from 110 to Still, there's something over 200 yards, I think one of the holes is. Golf shots. And we are yeah. we're we're talking about uh greens that have Volkswagens buried under them, sod wall bunkers. Turtlebacks. It, it's insane. It's owned. It's owned by a husband and wife. Um, he, he came over from Ireland, and um, oh, cool. He's a bricklayer from Ireland, like super, super, like laid cool. back guy, like really cool guy. Eamon Eamon McCann is his name, and and they bought a golf course twenty five years ago. And Dan Porteous actually opened up this account when he was here, and I kind of carried on the relationship there. But I, uh, I'm down there playing in in a tournament that we sponsor called the Irish Open being that he's from Ireland and, and everyone wears green and okay. there's there's cervezas being consumed for sure. Maybe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we go out there and we play and it, it is a nine hole par three golf course, but we're not talking standard par threes. We are talking Legit. You know, greens, uh, square footage of maybe a little bit larger than your living room here, but undulating pins talked. Donald Ross style. If, greens. if anybody out there listening goes down there and shoots level par or better, Call me. That is, I need to know because that is impressive. Okay, Challenge so, stated. So I'm out there. I'm playing. Par is irrelevant. Don't worry. About I, golf I'm, shots I'm are playing what's, in this Irish needed. Open. It's a nine hole event. And my, I think I started on three. So my first hole is four. Um, we get to the eighth hole and they've got this bunker there, uh, front right. And they call it Big Daddy. And it, we're talking mm. six, seven feet deep, sod wall. And the green elevation from front to back is probably. I would say probably six, seven feet from the very front of the green to the back of the green and sloping. Gross. That's a good pitch. Mounding and everything. And and I had hit the shot in there that kind of finished past the hole. And, you know, from the tee, it looked like it was maybe six, eight feet, whatever, and kind of grab our bags and we're walking up to the hole and ball's gone. So So you're thinking I'm assuming it was slowly trickling down this hill as we were walking up and fell into the cup. And I look in the hole and ace, right? So I, I've had I had two hole in ones prior when I was a junior at Royal College, both at Royal College, 
So make it make a home one. It's like, oh, yeah, it's kind of fun, right? Big time. Ace count at three already now. Right. So. right, right. So we play eight, ace that hole, and then we play nine, which is a $20,000 hole in one hole. So I ace eight and make bogey on nine. <laughs> like, like just Dang. so. Yeah, it's golf, enough. right? It, it, it's Dang golf, it. right? So I go inside, ring the bell. Twice. Rang it once because I made it all in one, right? And it was a nine-hole round, and and bar tab was well, was probably hundred people times five, five, five fifty. Call it ten, six hundred <laughs> bucks, and I'm on the I'm on the hook for this, right? And I'm like, oh my god, give me that twenty k so right now. <laughs> what they do is they they kind of they put everyone into teams, um, and and you kind of go back out and play like an eighteen-hole par three, like a, a scramble eighteen-hole for the the rest of this tournament. So we roll out there, and our first hole was um, was seven. The hole before the hole I aced, and there's a moat that goes around this entire green. Like you miss it, long or right, you're dead, done. And the green again has these three huge mounds in it. It's part. It's tucked on the right hand side, and there's people still walking out to the hole, right? And I'm the first guy to tee off in our group, and yeah. I hit this shot. It lands about six, eight feet right of the hole. Takes one hop, and we see it just spin straight left. Because I put hook spin pretty much on everything. <laughs> and this thing spins straight left in the bucket. So I aced. I got two hole-in-ones within, well, eight, nine, three. So three holes. Wow. <laughs> Throwing and lasers. And I'm tweeting this. And I'm like, this is not a retweet. Like, I just got another hole-in-one. And <laughs> I I've never seen another hole-in-one. I've seen that. Tweeting it's, this. It's, it's, you got to go back in my feed quite a ways. But it's in there. Should and, um, pull that up. Should find that. Yeah. And a, fun, a funny story, like, uh, you know, we, we and the second one, there was actually hole in one insurance. Thank God. So I didn't have to pay for the second round. I didn't even think about five or six that. Bucks, right? Another round, Jim. And, uh, <laughs> you know, kind of cell coverage is bad. Like, I always, you know, my brother will call me. My brother's got nine hole in ones. Or at the time, he had I eight hole in ones. I hate people like that. Right? Yeah, right. Good player, but. You know, like he he had a care. bunch of hole in ones. Victoria <laughs> Golf Club's got five par threes, and he played so much golf there. Yeah. So I call him, like the next day, and was like, "Hey, man, like I got two bullets yesterday." And he's like, oh. <laughs> "And he's on the seventh hole at Victoria Golf Club, that downhill dogleg left that you took par four. Yeah. He took my call, and he's like, "Hey, boys, check this out. My brother got these two hole in ones." We're like, "Hey, right on, right on." He plays, okay, man. Listen, I'm in the middle of my round. I'll I'll call you later. Cool. Congrats. Right. Click. Finishes out seven, tees it up on eight at BGC, yeah. one hops it in for, for right after the phone call. Yeah. 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 He's like, calls me, calls me back from the green. He's like, you got some more work to do if you want to catch me. I'm like, that's what are you talking about? That is I'm like, I just got number nine. Kid. I don't believe that's it. wild. It's like I the next day it. he got this and I'm like, are you serious, man? Like I'm like halfway to him, right? He had eight. I, I just got to my fourth. And, and the funny story is thanks to, um, uh, Curtis Stock, who caught wind of this, he kind of called me up and did like an interview uh, for the radio or for the the newspaper story. And if you Google Jim McCulley hole in ones, the ty- the the headline that comes up on Google is local duffer gets two hole in ones. <laughs> That's what they call. That's that was what they titled you. Lo- for those who duffer. don't know, Curtis truthfully, Stock is a look it up. Google it. Jim McCulley two hole in ones, and it'll say the headline local duffer. That's nice that like, he put I'm that into three the Google thread. Tab. I don't know yeah. if that's exactly. It should be local legend drops too. Like, that's wild. I'm like thanks, wild. Curtis. But local then, duffer. And then, and <laughs> that's global, an unfollow right there. Global finds out about <laughs> it, and Global did like a little TV spot that that was on like the news. Like it was wild, man. Like oh it was crazy. God. And I, if you Google two hole in ones in one round, maybe not with my name, it'll say it's like one in sixty-seven or sixty-five million. Now that's on a full. That's on a full. We're in golf course, right? Doesn't yeah. matter. Which well, it does not matter. Part three. It does not matter. Doesn't I'm, matter. I'm of the belief too, right? But it, um, they you actually, hear some guys. They actually right? called that out in the in the news clip too. They're like, now keep in mind, it was a par three. I'm like, yes. but anyways, like, yeah. But that's where you're making hole in ones is on par threes, right? Right. And there's four on a regulation 18 hole, yeah. and I got two within three holes. So it's not like I played. You know, whatever. I'm justifying it, but it yeah, was, I was like, say, you, you don't have to justify do yourself. It was, it was a pretty, it was <laughs> a pretty cool to. day. So, and, what uh, kind of shot you throw in there? Just uh, a normal, uh, or are you just rolling one in there, right to left? For like the the, the first one was a nine iron, 
mm-hmm. just right at the stick. And then second one was my little 50 degree gap wedge, my 130 club. Like it just, it was perfect, Ooh. man. And people are walking out to their holes to start this thing. And like the first swing and we're cheering again. And you're they're chucking like, darts. Are you serious, man? Like <laughs> that's why it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Stop it. Jim, they, right? they call they're me, saying, they call me, uh, Jim, they call me Jimmy easy. two times down at Rimby. Jimmy, Jimmy two times. Yeah. <laughs> now there's uh, one other question I have to ask you. Now there's, if I was to believe that story, and there's only other one other person in this world that could do so, in my mind would be Tiger. Right? In now, terms of getting two hole ones in one round, absolutely, or three holes, however you want to look oh, at yeah. it. Right. <clears throat> now you are telling me that we have a great Tiger story. Yeah, yeah. Please I've, indulge. I've told this story. Oh my God, probably five hundred times at least, but um, 501 today in 1994, as anyone would, <laughs> I'm the backshop kid manager, whatever at, um, at Olympic view. I'm, I'm scrubbing guards. I'm picking the range, whatever. And coincidentally, and he can back my story. Greg Kincaid from the Edmonton country club. This is where I've heard this story. was a junior member at the time at Belvedere, Greg and his buddy. I can't remember his name. I'm sorry, but, uh, decided to pack up and come out to Victoria. I believe this was March or April of 94. Pack out, come out to Victoria, just work on their game, right? There's snow on the ground here. They worked out a deal where they would, you know, help out, pick the range, wash carts, whatever, to get free range privileges and privileges on the golf course. And I'm the backshot manager, right? Now we're going back. This has got to be, I think this is the 25th anniversary of this story, right? So 25 years ago. Um, and he is essentially, he, he will hate that I said this, but he was kind of working for me, right? Like I was calling the shots right? and now he's the head pro at like ECC and yeah. for those you know, who don't great know, guy. Greg Kincaid, yeah. Yeah. Head yeah, pro, Kincaid, head, head pro. and, um, and I mean, like he basically worked those two months or whatever and he left and came back and, and my one of a couple of my first days on the job here, I roll into the shop and I'm sitting there talking to him. I'm getting a little off keel, but I'm looking at him like, I recognize you. And he's like, yeah, you look kind of familiar. And anybody that knows Greg and Kate, he hasn't really changed that much. <laughs> no. and, right? He doesn't age that guy. At all. But I'm like, Wait have you, you ever been out to Victoria? He goes, well, I was out there for a couple months, like, I don't know, like 20 years ago. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, what were you doing? He goes, oh, I was just working at Olympic View. Like, and I'm like, you're the guy. I'm the guy. <laughs> and, and he goes, come on. I'm like, no, man. Like, I'm the guy that, that was working with you. And that's how I pitched it. But he yeah. was really kind of working with me. But, um, and and he has, a, he has a, a side to this story as well. But <laughs> well, um, I hear that. Director of golf at Olympic View at the time is, um, is Earl Davies is his name. And he had gotten in touch with Tiger Woods School. Um, it was a school in Orange County. Uh, Midland High School, maybe something like that. But, anyways, he was in Orange County, and he had talked to their golf coach about the possibilities of bringing Tiger's team, high school team, up from Orange County to play in a Victoria High School tournament. So, I mean, at the time, he was three-time U.S. Junior Champion, right? And not a lot of people, uh, maybe Nicholas, maybe Phil, had won multiple U.S. Juniors, mm-hmm. but he was he was a big deal. Yep. But at that time, we really didn't know how big he was right and and if you again i i'm i'm quoting google here but if you google tiger woods olympic view there is a five minute clip of him being at olympic view mm-hmm. so for all you guys that don't believe me we'll have to get that out there youtube that we'll get that tiger out woods there. olympic we'll view get, that, get, there. We'll get that out there so i'm picking the range right and, and kind of finishing up work whatever and um and tiger and his team show up at the golf course at olympic view this kind of afternoon Earl's there Earl Woods is there and he's kind of standing there watching and and I'm now I'm off work I'm hitting balls right and this guy he's he's ripping I don't even know if maybe six iron or whatever at this one flag on the range and I mean you could have put a blanket around the entire bucket that he hit with this one club so nice it it was very very apparent what was going on there and and I kind of walk by him and, you know, trying to play the cool card, right? Like, hey, man, welcome to Canada. Good luck this week. Hey, thanks. You know, and that was it, right? Me and a buddy were walking towards the first tee at Olympic View. And we're just going to go play some golf. It was 4.30 in the afternoon-ish, maybe maybe 3 o'clock because it was March. So whatever. We had a couple hours of daylight left. Yeah. We were going to go tip it. And we're up on the top. Have you guys ever played Olympic View? No. The, the, no, the tips the, uh... at one is up on top of this hill. And we're getting ready to tee off. And Tiger and and his buddy are kind of walking towards the tee box, and then they walk up the hill to the pro shop and kind of open the door, stick their head in, 
and then close the door and they start walking towards the first tee. I'm like, this is happening. I'm like, dude, start, start stretching. Do do something, man. Like just delay. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I think Tiger's coming to play some golf. And he's like, dude, I don't stretch. I'm like, just start stretching, man. So he's waving his arms around, <laughs> and, and we're trying to delay because it's a bit of a walk up to the hole, right? And and Tiger walks up with his with his guy, and to this day, Greg Kincaid does state that he was in the group as well. My memory's fine. Yeah, man. I it's, remember. It's twenty five years. He very well could have been. We could have been a sixth or a seventh. I, I don't know. I don't. He said he, he played with him. I, and you know yeah. what? I don't discredit that man. I. He's I might. A, he's a he's an <laughs> honest guy. I, I I believe it, right? So Tiger's like, uh, he's like, hey, do you guys mind if we join you? I'm like, no, man. He's like, hey, I'm Tiger Woods. And shakes my hand, and I'm like, wow, this is again three time U.S. Junior Champion. He was good. Yep. Yeah. Right. He was good. We knew he was good, but no nobody idea. could have anticipated Not what even was going to happen. Right? Yeah. And I'm like, Tiger, you got the tee. And he goes, I've never seen the golf course before. He goes, what do you what, what's going on here? I'm like, whatever you hit 240, uh, hit down to this little landing area. You got 110 yards in. You're throwing caddy tips to Tiger. I'm just, I'm, Love I'm, it. I'm helping him out, right? <laughs> I've been playing there since I was 12. And so this is what, I don't know, six, seven years later, whatever. Tiger pulls out this Mizuno MP, whatever, two iron with Newman leather grips on every one of his golf clubs. Like this guy doesn't play in the rain, right? Ever. Because those things would be flying out of my mitts. <laughs> Ever. If, if Same he, rules apply with win. He hits this thing. He could have hit it through a doorway, man. Like, this was frozen rope. Perfect middle of the fairway. <laughs> gets up there, wedges it to three feet. Make. And I'm like, this I, is- I said to my buddy, I'm like, have you ever buried one? Like, from the tips, <laughs> have you? He goes, uh... I don't know, man. I don't think I have. <laughs> I'm like, this guy just stepped on the tees. Never seen the golf course before. Rip. Stuck. Make. Next. Like, okay. Next. Right on. So in my mind, I'm like, I'm one down. Right? I'm, I'm having a mental match oh, I love at this it. part now. Yeah, probably. probably. We, we get to the second. What's that? Sorry? Just probably thinking that at this point it's going to be an expensive couple holes of golf with Tiger. Well, yeah, we didn't have a game. We didn't have a, we didn't, there was no money, right? I didn't have U.S. funds. But, probably a good thing. Um, second hole is just downhill, and I'll be quick, but downhill par four, dogleg left. You hit like a six iron down to kind of the 150s, and then you hit something in. It's a little down, water right, rocks left, trees, everything. He goes, what's the play here? I'm like, whatever you hit, I don't know, 190, hit down to this little area. And he goes, well, what, what if I just go over the trees? And I'm like, oh. I mean. I, <laughs> Good I, luck, pal. Like, yeah. I guess you could if you yeah. wanted to, right? King Cobra driver. Oh, the Remember, Norman special. The same driver he had in the bag at 97 Masters, right? Yeah. Hoist steel shaft, hoist this thing over the corner, knocks it on. Two putt birdie, and I'm like, damn it, I'm too okay. down. Damn I'm it. too down I'm against too down. the three-time U.S. Like, and I think I was like level. Like I think it was par par, and I'm, I'm getting smoked, right? So third hole, I'm like, tough. I'm like, screw this, right? And cool. he's like, water up on the right, and he's like, hey, can I reach that water? I'm like, no chance. He's like, so driver? I'm like, yeah, yeah, you can get driver all day. Rips driver, one hops it into the lake. I'm like, hey, sorry, man. Didn't I, know you were I, I pull out three wood and just, <laughs> but, just bunt it down the middle. Get, knock it out, knock it out, make my five. I'm like, one down. <laughs> so I, 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 I purposely, games. I love it. I purposely miss Club Tiger so I could try and get back yeah. into the match. And we ended up playing 12 holes. If anybody's ever played Olympic View, 12 hole, you out. And then 13 goes further away from the clubhouse, and it was getting dark. And so I kind of cut, we cut across. I just said, listen, we're, we're going to run out of light. And we, we cut across We go up to the clubhouse and, and I'm like, Hey man, listen, thanks for the golf. He's like, yeah, no, great to meet you. And I'm obviously probably the oldest guy in the room, but I had a, like a Nokia analog 9100. There was no selfies going on back in 94. Nope. Right. Snake. There's no, Hey, can you sign the scorecard on a 12 hole round? Mm. Can you attest the score? Like I'm trying to get this guy's autograph, but I don't want to look like an idiot. Yeah. There was no way to not look like an mm-hmm. idiot. So I just shook his hand and said, hey, man, good luck this week. He's like, thanks. Appreciate it. Walks yeah. away. Wins the Masters by 12, three years later. You imagine if you had that scorecard <sighs> that you played with him for 12 holes signed by him. How Dude, awesome it's, it's that one is. Of, don't I don't say have, it. I wouldn't say I don't have a lot of regrets in life. I don't have a ton of regrets in life, I don't think. But that is definitely just one regret. One of them. Just Because <laughs> people are like, they're like, no way. I'm like, I would have to be way the biggest clown to ever even come up. Make with that a story up. Like what do you, What do you think he finished that after those twelve? Like, what was he? 
Um, Six, in my, I was, yeah. I was, I was three or four down. I, I don't know what the score was. Good fight, wow. Jim. I'm keeping a hole by Good hole fight. match, right? Good fight. Yeah, it was. I mean, the guy was like, we're talking frozen ropes. At least you can say you went toe to toe with Tiger once in your life. I, I, mm-hmm. I don't know about toe to toe. Probably. Well, I mean, but as close as you can I, get. I played, and you know what? Nicest guy in the world had the Stanford hat on. He was like a five arm with teeth. Like he was 130 pounds, but the ball flight, man, like just the power. Did he come off and be like, conditions are really tough out there? No, no, no. <laughs> really that's, tough. That's really tough. No, no. You know what? He really was, he, he was chatting with us, you know, up and down every hole. Like, it was pre-kind of Hello World. Tiger stuff, Mania. Right? And, exactly. And, um, you know, for all the success he has, I mean, he's gone through a lot of stuff, too. And, and it's kind of fun watching him be the greatest golfer ever because mm-hmm. I'm like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, yeah. I went toe-to-toe. Are you a Tiger fan? <laughs> Yeah, like yeah. You, I mean, you know, you got to appreciate his dominance. Exactly. I mean, he, he represented a different brand, and I drink a certain amount of Kool Aid working for my brand. And um, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, it's he's like made your job. There's, there's Michael that Jordan. Much bigger, like you know, there's Michael Jordan. There's the elite athletes. Mm-hmm. You have to respect. Yeah. And he dominated our sport like nobody else ever. Well, ever will. He, what do you think about him? Like right now, like obviously winning 80, 82, that was huge. But like, do you, what do you see like? For the force you built honestly man i was like, I'll, I'll fall on the sword i was one of those guys when i saw him chipping with like an eight iron from 40 yards in phoenix and like i was like uh dude dude's yeah. done dude's done right like mm-hmm. he's lost it right but to watch him win the masters and i had everyone else on the leaderboard that might have been the, the most way, emotional moment i've games. ever had in golf it was like, beautiful I had, I had francisco i had all these boys <laughs> But to watch what he did, I mean, it was, it's good for golf, right? It, Absolutely. It, it gets people energized. The game's never golf. been bigger. Well, it's yeah. the greatest comeback in, in history, right? For, yeah. all, the, for all the naysayers, no and I was one of them, I'll fully admit it, man. Really? He, oh, Cody has admitted I, this many times. That I didn't think. Yeah? Yeah, yeah let's get him on the mic pod here. Just because after the Zozo, like when we went into the Zozo over in uh, China there, Japan. Japan, that we said he'd never win again. We were like, no way. He hates the cold. He yeah. hates traveling. Next thing you know, he's tearing the place up. Hey, sorry, Tiger. You're the man. And, and you know what? Yeah, we were, I was at uh, the President's Cup at Royal Montreal in 07. Yeah. And we waited in the 16th hole bleachers for three or four hours. We were one of our shipping companies had kind of given us tickets for for the event, and we we're out there, and we wait. We basically wanted front row seats for when these matches were coming in. Right, sixteen at Royal Montreal is pretty pivotal. Pivotal, sorry. Before the par three, Tiger finishes his match on fifteen. So he's like walking across the fairway, and I'm like, we're like, no, like we we waited uh, not not just to see him, but we wanted to see a bunch of good golf yeah. come in, right. And so we kind of walk across, and we're walking up 18, and Tiger's actually standing, like, media away pace. Like, he's got his back to me. And I'm just like, I just want to be like... Headlock. Do you remember Olympic for you? Like, I just... <laughs> yeah. I want to be like, do you remember me? But no, I do. When I, I misclubbed I, you on that second hole? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and he's no, like... I, I played it cool. I didn't say anything. Yeah. But uh, you got to... I mean, you got to respect the guy. He's... I he's, think he'd remember you. Yeah, he'd probably I be like... you should have, Jim. You know what? If I sat down... And I had a beer he, with him, and I said, "Listen, how many times have you been to Canada? First of all, but yeah. Victoria, BC. I'm sure it's one of yeah. those. I could probably jog his memory, but I guarantee you, just pull off like the yeah. fake, you know, like the celebrity. Oh, of course, Jim, I remember you very if, well. If I ever, <laughs> oh, he'll play it up. Yeah. Oh, I remember. But if day. I ever get a one on one with him, I'll come back on the podcast. I'll tell you all about it. But I don't. Yeah. I wouldn't hold you back. <laughs> Hope we're hosting it. What's that? I hope we're hosting it. Oh, <laughs> most yeah. certainly. That would be nice if the four. But that's like podcast. the extent of my cool stories, really. I love it. Yeah. Um, we do want to get into a couple of things you brought sure, uh, yeah. with us here in the corner. We got some new tech out of Callaway here. Um, just take us through what you brought us here, Jim. Yeah, so we have uh, we have I've seen the 2020 line, and and um, consumers are in for a, a real big treat. I I, I got to be careful about what I talk about. But, of course, um, of course. Tease it a little bit, like an embargo date or a par date when when something launches. Um, we're now allowed to talk about it and and there's been some social media activity i've seen it on facebook twitter for sure because that's certainly what i kind of focus on but instagram as well we have a new line of odyssey putters coming and and the, there's two styles one is uh the number 10 and and this model that i brought you guys is called bird of prey 
the bird, and which pain. everyone will see soon. Yeah, it's an interesting look. I mean, the one thing about Odyssey is... Uh, I, mean, I want it. In that fight for high MOI or moment of inertia and stability, I mean, you need to come up with some radical shapes in order mm-hmm. to move weight away from the impact zone, which stabilizes the head. Mm-hmm. So we've, uh, I mean, certainly with the two ball 20 years ago, I mean, we're not still afraid. Still my favorite. Yeah. It, it's still odd, the best. Yeah, awesome. yeah really. Uh, we're not afraid to kind of push the envelope, and we, we've got a product here that has um, a stroke lab uh, shaft that we actually introduced in 2019, which is half graphite and half steel. Looking like a bi-matrix. It's, it's a, it, 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 essentially, it is, right? It's a, it's a product. It's a proprietary product from True Temper that we actually tested. We had to make it for us. We basically wanted to move weight around the entire club head and tested it. The testing was, was so amazing. And the feedback from tour and and you know our market research we actually went and purchased the proprietary rights for it mm. so yeah. essentially um not to be confused with count counterbalancing um using i guess 60 70 percent of the shaft in a graphite allows us to save weight mm-hmm. and if we took this grip off there's a 30 gram brass plug in the butt end of the of the golf yeah, club. I see a lot of guys are doing that now anyways. Like yeah. They want that counterbalance. Yeah, so we, we save 40 grams of weight. We move 30 there, and, and then we move 10 to the bottom of the golf head. So, again, a little different than counterbalancing. This was meant to move weight around or through the entire length of the of the golf club to make it more consistent in terms of how it's weighted. Mm-hmm. And what we found from our testing was that consumers, better players, PJ Tour pros, produced a more consistent stroke yeah. with it. One, I mean, from a sales standpoint, I love the fact that it jumps out on the putter corral. Like it's, I'm, it stands I talk a lot out. about, yeah. yeah, I talk a lot about, about visible technology, right? Where it's one thing to say, hey, this club head is really cool. You should see what's inside it to, hey, check this out. And you can actually visually see what we're talking about. Um, it's a product that they gained a lot of traction in Orlando when we, I believe we first announced it in Orlando last year, but we're not going away from it. We're, we're doubling down and a lot, if not all of our products are going to come with stroke lap shafts this year. You certainly can get something custom built with mm-hmm. the steel if, if that's what you prefer, but certainly I encourage people to try it out if they haven't. It's, um, it's going to look great in my bag. And there's, sure and there's, and there's going to be more styles that are going to get announced and we're going to kind of build excitement leading up to that Orlando PGA show. Exactly. I, uh, I need that in left-handed when my staff package comes in, Jim. Thanks. The, the new Phantom staff yeah. package. The, the, the four-jack. Yeah, my yeah. four-jack package, okay, yeah, please. Yeah. Thanks. Um, um, second product here I brought, uh, we actually announced this earlier in September. It's the new Jaws MD5 Wedge. Roger Cleveland designed. Nice. Roger Cleveland's been with us for, like I said before, over 20 years. Unbelievable guy. So down-to-earth, but just a, just a very knowledgeable knowledgeable guy when it comes to wedges man that's his passion i mean obviously he owned a a different company in Mm -hmm. in the early 80s and and kind of um got out of that part of the business and and took a bit of a break and then and then came on and and has been with cali now people don't even realize it Mm -hmm. that's why you're going to see roger cleveland marketing moving forward with with specifically our wedge category so a lot of guys talk about you know what's different right i mean you've got a we've got a smoke gray we've got a chrome um i brought the chrome version for you here with an example of what we can do custom in terms of view design different color and stamping, and stamping. Beautiful. um it's an arnold palmer wedge that we did but the biggest technology is is obviously spin people talk mm-hmm. about spin and um i was showing you guys a, a, a kind of a diagram of what the wedge groove looked like last year with and they, they talk it's a lot of people ask when you me, actually like, look at that. Yeah, they're like, what 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 makes something conforming versus non-conforming? And there's so many parameters to it, but one of them they talk about is the angle of the sidewall. Mm-hmm. And um, and Roger kind of he told me flat out, he's like, I I went as close to the USGA limit as humanly possible. And and if you think about jaws or a shark's tooth, essentially that is what the grooves look like from a mm-hmm. side angle they are wow we go, we went from a five degree sidewall angle to 37 degrees yeah. so th- if you're looking for less spin do not buy these because they're, they they're are, ripping covers aren't they yeah and and he talked about what some of the feedback because a lot of it comes from tour right the last year's mb4 which was a great wedge but we start at 46 degrees and a lot of guys will take their pitching wedge out of their bag exactly. and want to start mb4 or whatever wedge is in line Hmm. at that 46 degree well some of the feedback was the 46 degree head was the same size as a 60 degree wedge mm-hmm. so jumping from nine iron to that big lofted 46 degree was a little much 
So what Roger did was uh, kind of graduate the shape of the head. So that 50 oh, nice. and the 46 is like the size of a pitching wedge. It's sleeker. It's thinner. Unfortunately, I only have the one sample here to show you. But as you graduate through the set, the grooves then become a little more aggressive and the head shape becomes more traditional. So 50 degree is like looking down almost like a pitching wedge. Yeah, I, I've shape. always looked at that switching my pitch out for like an oral wedge, it's, but I couldn't look at it. Like, yeah. When you and look the, at it like a, for me, like a pitching wedge is like one. 30, right, you know, 135. Yeah, I mean, you look down at that shot and you're like, This is not gonna no, no. Like and like, I mean, Roger, no Roger spent, like I said before, he spent a week with us, a week, sorry, a couple days in, in Calgary at the buying show. And he basically told us, Yeah, like the the guys on tour are asking for it. And you know, I'm, I'm having to make custom grinds and shave and bounce off here and there for guys. And we have five grinds with this, by the way. So, um, he no. basically added these custom grinds to the line themselves and what people don't realize certainly scoring wedges putters you need to get fitted like mm -hmm. it's not just you know i've always used 52 56 60 where some of the pitching wedges are going down 45 44 degrees now yeah. you need to start looking at maybe a 50 54 58 but for you know, the people that buy off the rack and they they you, have these 44 degree pitching yeah. wedge and they go oh i play a 56 you have a 12 degree gap. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Wedge, really? wedge yardage gapping is huge. This is your scoring clubs, right? Mm -hmm. So I always, I always try and promote when I'm doing a fitting to stay, you know, if, if I can four, but five degrees at most. Yeah. In terms of, if you're pitching wedges 45, yeah. you want 50. I, yeah. I go 50, 54, 58 mm -hmm. is, yeah. is kind That's of a good numbering. But system. in terms of grinds themselves, there's W grind for the guys that dig or very steep. Uh, there's an X grind for it's a wide sole with a little bit of a C for a little more flexibility and versatility, open up the club face and and then certainly our more popular is probably just the standard grind. Yeah. Which I believe is is that what that is? Yeah. Yeah. So aggressive groove, great look, but but one of the biggest things to take away is that gradual head shape change. Exactly. From from forty six right to sixty. Exactly. Yeah. And the last one that we have here, we have one of the new hybrids. Yeah. Hybrids. So this 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 actually just hit. I just saw this hit social media like two weeks ago. This thing is a rocket launcher. Looks like one. It's bigger than my five wood. Massive. Like, I actually I got a, nice a text. Big head. I got a text from a, from a customer the other day, and and he had just gotten like his kind of sample to try it out, and he sent me a picture. He's like, dude, this thing is straight, and it's like three fire emojis. A rocket launcher. This is, yeah, this new product is called Super Hybrid. For knowing um, that, for the people that obviously can't see, it's a it's a big head for some of the newer hybrids. Like a lot it of is the... a It is a, um, it's kind of a larger footprint hybrid. Yeah, because so, you see a lot of other companies going smaller, like with the introduction yeah. of the driving and, and irons we, coming back. Yeah, and, and we have that product too, right? We, yeah. have, we have the Apex that was out this year, so mm -hmm. certainly if you want that more traditional look, we have it. But if you want something that absolutely launches high and flies Bobs. off the tee, the Super Hybrid, it's a little bit longer than a standard hybrid. Stock shaft is that Pro Orange, that Tensai Pro Orange. Like, that is the real deal. Stock shaft, it's adjustable at the hosel. So we talk about yardage gaps, right? If you need something that goes 220 off the tee and you buy this thing or get fitted for it and it goes 225, you can weaken the loft oh, to kind wow. of hit that That's desired great. number. But it's it's meant, honestly, it's meant to launch high and go ball go far, as they say. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of sleek, again, every... that's going to need to go in my bag. Thanks. Yeah. yeah in terms of our <laughs> yeah. jailbreak technology, um, we, we're using jailbreak in almost everything. And jailbreak really is a you guys would know it's a technology where you connect the top and the bottom of the driver together to make it more stable and a lot of that energy just stays on the face and and ball speeds go up and what so about uh, flash face flash face yeah ai thanks for bringing that up yeah artificial intelligence we we invested in a in a supercomputer and and we basically challenged this thing starting last year we challenged this thing to basically design the fastest face possible last year mm. in our epic flash products so this thing went through and and uh they did like fifteen thousand iterations of different designs and it took about three or four weeks and they said if you wanted to if you took the software that we had and plugged it into your home office computer or your laptop at home and you wanted to do what we did in three weeks with this supercomputer you'd have to start in 1985 wow. in terms of how much Computing data. power and data that's right. constantly being and going streamed through, through everything and then all yeah. the testing and everything you'd have to start in 1985 
So that was part of the million dollar or whatever it was investment on purchasing, or I actually think we leased the supercomputer. Like this. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the size so of your much room. Money. Like this thing yeah. is insane, right? So we've taken that that uh, technology and and uh, we're not we're not going away from it. Like using AI to basically make better products is is certainly going to be a thing moving forward. That's and, awesome. And I mean, certainly, you know, stay tuned for Orlando because there's some cool stuff coming. Beautiful. Yeah. Are we gonna be down Very in Orlando? Interesting. Uh, hoping so. Hoping so. <laughs> hoping yeah. we're we're yeah, down there. Takes take some, take take some good walking shoes, boys. It's a big show. I know for that'd experience. be a nice change. I might be out it's, there barefoot, Jim. You, you know what? Well, with, with your time in in it's Belize, fine. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah, uh, not Belize. Yeah, never would walk around there, barefoot. But yeah, enough barefoot walking. Get, Flintstone get, feet. Get the growth going. Maybe throw in a bandana. Yeah, we can make that strong. Strong feet. Stuff in the closet. Yeah. So I can't I can't talk too much about what's coming out, but there's some very cool products coming out that is going to help golfers. Awesome. Uh, make the game easier, hit the ball further, whatever you want. That's all I need. Speaking of which equipment, yep. we're yep. diving into all of this. And earlier on the podcast, you'd mentioned that you guys are using AI, obviously, at this point yep. to engineer further hitting clubs. I yep. know I've hit that big flash and bopped it 308. I haven't breached that number in a long time. 308 Canadian, right? Yeah, 308 Canadian. Canadian. Yeah. So the question I guess I have for you is as you guys are constantly engineering this equipment to go further, which is great for the average golfer. Mm -hmm. When it comes to the tour player that already is averaging over 300 yards, like when they're up to 330, how do you think that affects the game's and the tournament like in and terms the tour. Of course design? Or yeah, just or just the like game in general, the game, really? like what kind of adaptations is the tour going to have to make to say, hey, wow, we can't just be driving all of these holes or par yeah. fives are now par fours for you, right? And again, you Tough guys question. talked about it on a, a, on, a, on a previous podcast about, you know, talking about DJ or whoever the players were you know, cutting corners and all that. And I mean, it's a it's a subject that we go back and forth with, right? In the end, our tour staff, the guys that, wear the hat, have the logo on their shirt. They're helping us promote our products. Um, as far as advancements in technology, I mean, I mean, our job for is to sell it. 99 point whatever percent of golfers out there that, you know, like what, I don't even know what the percentage of people that can break 90 is. Yeah. Like we're trying to make products that benefit. Yeah. Benefit these players and, and help them play better golf. It's a fine line, though. Like, when you talk about it, like, I've heard rumblings, you know, the tour should go to one universal golf ball, and I don't know if that'll ever happen. I'm I'm, I'm kind of low on the on the totem pole there. I mean, we, we make our products. There's other brands that make their products. Everyone kind of stands behind them. It, you want to get your stuff into people's hands, and part of doing that, part of driving interest is having these guys on tour who are influencers. They're the top of the pyramid of influence, right? Totally. It starts with them, and then it goes to golf pros, and then it goes to better players, club champions, and then it goes to everyone else. But they're also like the one percent of the one percent. Of the course, they are. world. Yeah, I mean, hey, it it doesn't hurt when, mm -hmm. you know, when Phil puts a new club in the bag, whether it be the new putter he put, you know, stroke lab in and mm -hmm. and caught a lot of attention. I mean, and then he made eight birdies or something his first round. And, exactly. I mean, that's the stuff that drives interest, right? People go on our website or they're checking out the Twitter feed and. I don't know what the answer to that is um, in terms of I, – I, I can't see us ever dialing our equipment back for the sake of the PGA Tour player versus the average consumer. Right. We're and it, constantly trying to push the envelope. And, and the USGA does have their limits, right? Totally. And it may not be about you as Callaway dialing yep. it back at more the USGA or whoever, what golf authority saying, yeah. hey, there needs to be a universal golf ball, but – I understand the motivation from a golf manufacturer it's company, a big business man. right? Like it, that edge, it's all about the edge, right? But and, and then if you have a universal golf ball, which golf ball do you play? Yeah. Mm -hmm. right? There's a big argument around you that. Play, Should yeah. be Everyone's got to use <laughs> a pro off. Like I'd be down with that, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying, but um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think that there's so many things that would prevent that from happening. Yeah. Um, I mean, you look at NASCAR, right? There's Ford, there's there's Chevrolet, there's, you know, like, is everyone supposed to drive a Ford? You know, like, it, you have it's to have all the same brands. technology, though. But, I mean, I know what you're saying, like, with the brands and whatnot, but, like, I, I, for the consumer, yeah, maybe it makes a difference. But, like, when it comes to the tour, it doesn't. I mean, these in guys of, all... In terms of what? 
Like their performance? Or? Performance. I mean, maybe well, here and there because what they're used to. They're good. Yeah, they're we all that, know that good. Right? Yeah, like, but like, people don't know how good they are. Yeah, I don't think they actually realize. Like, I I know like another podcast they've talked about this. Like, I think they need to actually put like a five handicap in every single PGA event. Just love to it. see I would how love good that. these guys actually are. Well, they're toying with mm, um, yeah. you know one of the guys that we actually um, just signed to a to a contract, Steph Curry. I mean, yeah. he's a guy like Steph Curry, great yeah. player. He's but, uh, a, he's a zero Curry, one right. two. Look at Tony right. Romo, but he he's playing web.com stuff, or now it's called yeah. the. Corn, he's also taking corn 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 guy that. I don't like the fact that he's. But, playing and you know what? That that was kind of that was my thing too, right? Yeah. Comey, like I'm looking at that, going, you know, there's some guy probably living in his car that On is the trying corn to, yeah. you know, make some dough, right? But from a mm-hmm. from a marketing marketing, if you can put a world champion basketball player that it. It's not like he's going to hit people in the audience. Like the guy's a zero right. or a one. If you could put him in to drive ticket sales to get people to the event and grow true. the game, totally. Golf is there's, dying. There's Let's so not forget many different right. ways you can look at it. And I do. Yeah. In the case of Steph Curry, it's interesting because like he's used to the pressure of like hitting yeah. free throws, shots, game winners. So there's that concept where whereas taking just a regular zero just or a, a one blow. Yeah. and yeah. throwing him in Joe's there. Joe's versus pros back on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I. Yeah, you know what? I we need to grow the game. There's no question. Yeah, it's time. Millennials are not helping our case right now. Like, but it's it's expensive. Millennials aren't making any long. money. It takes way too long. Yeah. And I mean, again, the cost of everything is just outrageous. So, so then we, as a company, we we decide to <clears throat> privately invest in a company called Top Golf about seven years. Yeah, ago. very interesting, right? Mm-hmm. Which I is gone. I, I don't know like what Callaway is. Callaway is a is a. Uh, an investor, I don't silent know partner, percentage. kind of. Yeah, I don't even know how silent it is. I'm sure yeah. you can look it up because right? they're, they're golf clubs that you use at Top Golf or like oh, old steelhead are. type. Yeah, they're a, Callaway they're a, looking. We make the golf clubs, mm-hmm. right? And um, I mean, there's you know our CEO got up and said, "Listen, guys, like we think this could be a strong avenue for growing the game." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've been to Top Golf and seen girls in high heels and and you know guys that have never played before, but they're out hitting balls. It's like bowling yeah for golf right i think exactly. it's pretty cool the social yeah. atmosphere yeah. is amazing yeah. there and, and like, well i mean go to the in one vegas, in vegas is, like, is just ridiculous and pools and people it's, running around it's such it's a, a cool business model and uh, yeah. if you only have an hour you can or, do it yeah and you want to just go play and you don't want the pressure of being on a golf course holding up the group and, like i think it's wet it's like it's awesome well that i is, think they've grown they were talking about opening up uh like something like two facilities or two locations a month like for a year and a half or two years, that was a few years ago now. But I mean, there's a Top Golf in Chicago. Yeah, like, yeah. That is not a place that you would think November, December, January. But with the heaters and everything, and you can make totally. It. I mean, who knows? It's, Maybe they come to Canada. Right? It's funny you bring this up because I've actually called like Top Golf's headquarters yeah. because there was a point in time where I had some money that people were willing to invest because they were at Top Golf in Scottsdale with me, and they're like we need this in Edmonton. Like Victoria should be transformed into a top golf or Vancouver for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Vancouver yeah, I'll, too. I'll, obviously I'll, it'd be way more sustainable, but just obviously we're local Edmontonians and we well, just, there's, there's a range in Calgary that has heaters, right? The yeah. RCGA, yeah. So. That just Ridge? owners, by the way, but did, are they, they're open year round. Yeah. Was it Eagle sure. Ridge? Or something no, like no. Like the golf Canada center. Yeah. 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 House out there. They just the, switched owners to, to totally wrap up my point. They weren't interested in coming to Canada. So, no, they weren't. We, how do we get that up here? Does it need to become a new brand? Well, or doesn't Cineplex Odeon own the rights to Top Golf in so Canada? Cineplex, very interesting. I didn't I know that. Is they have the contract to employ or staff? Okay, and run the golf, the Top Golf. So I think there's rumors, possibly, and I hope I'm not stepping any boundaries here, but I think maybe Toronto. Toronto, or yep. certainly, you got to think yep. in a market. Yeah, with, you know, five yeah. six million people. I heard that GTA, too. Yeah, yeah. I've got to think Toronto. They have the launch there. They would just kill range, it, right? And they have heaters and they run year round. So and then Van, it can Van be City, right? Yeah. yeah. Now minus thirty in Edmonton could Not be so a much. bit of a struggle. You might have to shut but down. Damn, but those people those lining up things, the door. But it's a dry heat, yeah. right? It's a dry, or dry, yeah. Yeah. It's a dry cold. Yeah, dry cold. But those are things that need to happen for the game of golf, though. Like you can't. You know, we can continue to go on about the tour, and I'll ask you a question in a sec about that. But, I mean, you look at these tour courses that are now stretching to, like, 8,000 yards, oh, and guys want to hit it a mile. And that like, page? Like, yeah, that was kidding? stupid. I, I, I despise watching that event. Like, I don't like that golf course. But, like, you you look at, like, the average player. Like, I mean, we, for example, use the quarry. Yep. Quarry tipped out is long. 78 yep. Huge. Nobody 
Yeah. Unless you are a pro or scratch or yeah, yeah, somewhere near scratch should be playing from there. And so many guys want to tip it out, and it's like, dude, take a seat, swallow your pride, yeah. and tip it up from the three tees and have yeah. a good time. I'm like, a big I mean, fan. I played the five there. I've mentioned this b- before, like in Australia, like when you go play a public golf course in Australia, they push you have to play the social tees. Yeah. You play yeah. on the weekend, you have to play yeah. them. And it's so much better. Yeah. And you know what? Even to play like a nine-hole course, like a nice, enjoyable, like well-designed, yeah. well-groomed nine-hole course, which fits people's time blocks, is so much better. Yeah. Like that, you're not going to grow the game with an 8,000-yard, 18-hole round but, that takes also, five and a half you hours. You look at it, right? When you grow the, the, the course, who are you benefiting here? The longer hitters, right? The guys that are great iron players or great putters but don't hit it as far off the tee still struggle you're you're actually you're moving the, the you're actually swaying it in in mm-hmm. you know yeah. some of the longer hitters like bob or dj or, yeah. or i mean phil still bombs it but because everybody wants to everybody it's it's yeah. kind of like how basketball has yeah. switched to the three the the three-point game yeah. whereas golf is purely on length and accuracy yeah. with the team and accuracy doesn't even matter especially with no. these tour guys like angles don't matter they'd rather hit out of the rough sometimes if they got the got yeah. rid of the angle than hit from the fairway and be 30 yards back yeah. like they don't give a shit man sorry like but like i'm getting fired up with this like i <laughs> yeah I, I hate the way yeah. the tour is like well, it is, actually is drives me nuts we, i mean there's sides to every story right like i mean I, I love that we're talking about it but i mean really it's there's guys at the usga that are gonna try and sort that out and, and there's initiatives to grow the game i mean we're doing canada yeah. with golf canada and i just i would like to see them like they talked about building courses now with six hole loops yep. where every six hole yeah, loop i've heard ends this up back the, it's still 18 holes yeah but maybe you only have time to play six holes with your kid or whatever i think that's great yeah, yeah. maybe just like a couple different tee boxes that you totally. could choose from so you because yeah. cody is kind of ingrained this in my mind the combo tee right like we always go out and play oh, like nice. The I think blue, it's black, yeah. and we'll, it kind of changes up sure. the layout, right? Like, even at that hole that we're doing the competition with golf traders on, we played it in a sim the other day from a different yardage, totally changes it, right? Yeah. And it's or just, junior tees, right? Getting the nine-year-olds, yeah. ten-year-olds up there, getting them to tee off from the 150s. I think that's great. Mm-hmm. Well, and that also comes down to, like, with juniors playing. I mean, you also need to, like, I mean, America's different because the country clubs are country clubs. You have pools, you have facilities oh, yeah. and everything Tennis so course. that's yeah that's yeah. where you're gonna be taking your kids because yeah. you're going there as well sure you don't see that in canada like really if you think about edmonton alone how many places have a pool glendale Derek and glendale g did yeah nice and the Derek. great Serpy station great 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 halfway house you do need to do things to with golf especially in canada i mean canada's pretty good when it comes to golf because people crave it all winter long and we just need something but when it comes to the facilities, like we don't really have that much to offer because they're not going to run it for six months of the year. Well, their courses, not clubs, but you know, what? a lot of clubs, a lot of clubs are getting into the simulators now too. Mm -hmm. And, and as they should allow a lot of golf courses. Now staff golf pros all year round because their members are going out and playing, um, full rounds of golf in the simulator. Windermere just Mm -hmm. is, they're just putting the final touches on their simulator room. I I was there the other day. It looks awesome. Like Jerry bear, Jerry bear is so busy down there like Mayfair, throughout Mayfair the winter sure. like that's yeah, like, like just pounding I think it's great it's great mm-hmm. you need to have to do it right in this in this environment like yeah it's crazy um i'm gonna ask you one last quick question about like some tour stuff and i know tom kind of touched on it but like take yourself away from callaway mm-hmm. i easier said than done but your own personal opinion like on the tour like the way the game is played right now like i know we've been talking about this length but like do you think because of the technology and how these guys hit the ball so far and angles don't make any difference anymore, they can spin it out of the rough? Like, is this helping or hurting the game really for the consumer? Let's say. Well, I think, and from a viewer standpoint. Well, that's why. Yeah, I was just yeah. going to say, from a viewer standpoint, I mean, we want to we want to watch these guys make birdies, right? Like that's exciting. Yeah. Um, certainly, the length is. I mean, it's crazy and. We keep coming up with cool stuff because we want me, you, you know, everyone to hit the ball further. Mm-hmm. Um, the tour is just a different animal. I, I don't really know. And, and for a lot of people think that, uh, you know, the tour guys use specific equipment, which can be true in some cases, right? Like 
guys want certain clubs shimmed open and like our, we have a tour truck that goes around every event and and i'm sure there's guys that ask anthony for, tarantino no sorry that's custom the Was stamping on the wedges yeah, yeah, yeah i mean i'm talking like from a performance standpoint My apologies. but for the most part a lot of these guys use what we sell mm-hmm. like right so i i don't that's a tough one man i don't know what to do like we certainly how do you change that game they got like the shock tracer and the and we're seeing these guys bombing off the tees, right? And and it kind of, you know, like just the craziest sells. lines, hundred percent. Totally, just seeing them take. They're flying at three forty. When you the see golf it goes ball, straight up, like first that. of all, the golf ball is the single big, biggest um, technology advance. Yes. With how much By less far. they spin off driver, and how much more consistent they are through the bag. You watch a golf ball now on TV; it hits and takes one hop and stops. Yeah. Where these guys are generating one hundred and eighty miles an hour. Well, ball, ball speed, yeah, but. But like when you're talking about wedges, right? 105 mile an hour club head speed. Yeah. But these golf balls are hitting and stopping. They're not spinning back 30 feet. Um, golf ball is massive. I think like, to play devil's advocate here, like it would be wild to watch people ripping it 400 yards all the time. Like just to see that ball flight go yeah. off into the distance. If like, but don't forget, you can also get into trouble too, right? Yeah, big you time trouble. the rough. Farther you hit yeah. it, is you know dangerous game. Yeah, it but, is. It's pretty crazy. I don't know. I don't know what the right mix is, man. I. I'd be writing books if I knew. <laughs> the, the only thing is, I'm especially from the PGA standpoint, with the way the technology keeps growing, yep. you're really just pigeonholing yourself to only... I mean, PGA wants to be global. Well, then technology, if it keeps going, you're pigeonholing yourself to only playing in America because you have longer golf courses, you have room to grow more. You don't see these courses out in the UK or anywhere in Europe. They don't have room for it. Nor did they design the game to be played like that. So yeah, they make up for it other ways, though, right? Definitely. You look at that's some of those bunkers saying. where guys are hitting it sideways or backwards. But that's where it's, that's what they need mm-hmm. to start. I mean, Green through tabletops. Has, I don't again, but some of the longer. When was the last time a super long guy off the tee uh, won the British, British. Open? I mean, Henrik Stenson is no fact checker. Yeah, no, but he's not what he pounds it, right? But like you know, some of the other guys. Um, Shane Lowry, I mean, he put on a clinic this year. Oh, I don't, man, that was I mean, great. he's not short, but he's not deep. But he was just so You just don't precise. think of him when you say long, yeah. Right. Absolutely. Um, I don't know. I, how do you make it? But that's a prime example. Like, you see the guys play these courses. And firm them up, it gets man. rid of the bomb and gougers. Yeah. Like, yeah, firm them up. I don't know. And we only get to know. see these kind of courses <laughs> twice a year. You get to see yeah. the Scottish Open and the British. Like, Yeah. I mean, we're, our but, focus is certainly we want our guys on tour playing better. But we also want to make cool products for definitely ninety nine point nine percent of the population, right? We yeah. want you guys to to go out and see a little action, like it, and like some of the new products are are pretty cool, right? Your greenside pitching with this new jaws wedge, and you could see check, mm-hmm. like you know that's pretty cool. Oh, for a I lot know, of guys, maybe it. have never seen that before. So mm-hmm. you sold me a whole bunch of jaws wedges. You remember when you yeah, gave yeah, me that the phone cheaters. call? Still got it. Had to put them away because ripping up. Actual Bo- too many golf box, ball covers, man. Screws, People yeah. are getting calling me Sonic the Hedgehog out there. That just it. having to bite off pieces of golf ball before I put it down to putt. Jim, those things are so aggressive. It, w- it was really, that was, you're talking about the box through of the original Mac Daddy. Original oh, I, I remember hitting a flop shot out of three inch rough in Vegas, kind of downhill lie. And I hit this flop shot and I hit the green and checked and then trickled down to the hole. And I'm like, might be on this. My, my team was like, mm, that's questionable. Like, it was <laughs> sick. Did the same thing at the Where point. I was, like, super excited because I just yeah. had a great golf yeah. shot. But I'm like, there's no way that should have happened. Exactly. But we are now trying to skirt as close as we can to get back. We're, we're within parameters. Like, we're within legal limits. But we're trying to make the game better for all of us, right? So, yeah. I love it. I mean, I mean, from a, not a non-tourist but perspective, keep spinning hit it longer like totally. i'm so short i need it yeah i still use an illegal wedge to be quite honest like <laughs> oh. that's how how much i like it. and you know yeah. what? i wouldn't call anybody on it right like i, I i'm like, going to can't. <laughs> <laughs> like, next, time, next time this guy plays an event i'm gonna call him out like <laughs> that's just, too funny yeah i just like to go and have fun see good shots and as long as there's not too much money on the line, right? I don't like Keep the money, Jim. You know that. But yeah, I've yeah. been, I, I don't know. You know, I've played with you a couple times. I just remember playing with you, V, Dallas, on the 18th hole at the Country Club. And between you and Dallas, there was like 115 presses. <laughs> and I was just chain smoking so nervous. And I had no idea what the dollar <laughs> <laughs> was. Yeah, Dallas yeah. like, I'll press you 86 times, right? Yeah, like, oh, like, my hey, gosh. I'll buy a, buy a sandwich, knock <laughs> oh off 100 for that. God. Buy a sandwich. Yeah, okay, buy me a sandwich, I'll knock off 100, right? I don't even know if Dallas has ever paid, but 
no, we we like to have fun. It kind of gets the juices going, but we don't play for mortgage payments. There's no way. Ugh. Or if we do, we don't pay. Yeah, exactly. Like, or I'm getting 10 sugars. Hey, trust me. I don't want to lose that much money to a buddy, and I don't want to take that much money off a buddy. Ever. So I, I'm two bucks, two bucks, two bucks, right? Yeah. I would off certain people. Certainly lots of presses, though. Like, yeah. Press. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll press that. Yeah. I would take money off Pat and V. I don't care how much it is. If like, there's could. two people that <laughs> I would. If you could. If I could. If I could, yeah. Uh, all right. That's one guy, because I know he's been cold-blooded with me. My entire playing career with him. Hey, hey pays you. Uh, sorry, I nipped you by a couple. You made a hundred and five dollars. Yeah, and he wants and he wants the five. Right? Yeah. It's not. Pat wants it all. A, There's an ATM around. inside. Pat you can go pull it. Yeah, That's yeah. kind of weird that way, where you like actually like truly wants it all. Like, hey man, you really owe me a dollar. Yeah. Hey man. <laughs> Pat. Uh, yeah. Pat. Yeah. Speaking of money. Yeah. Yeah. Pat. Pat shot sixty three on me one time. It cost me a hundred and fifty bucks to watch. Wow. Deep. Right, yeah. I was there that he's day. He's a nice player. He's a nice player. Yeah, he swings hard. Yeah, plays a lot, yeah. as you should be when you play a lot, right? Re- if you're going to be a pig, recoil graphics. Yeah. So, Jim, how many? Out of sorry, random. How many <laughs> Callaway staff players do you have in your territory? Out of curiosity, how many people you got a Callaway day. emblem so, on the so back? So I cover Innisfail to Yellowknife, and I go to Fort Nelson, which is about three hours from Fort Saint John. Yep. I go right to the Saskatchewan border. So. Right now, professional staff players, I have about mid fifties. And I don't know if I'm able to ask this, Jim. Who's got the most expensive package? Oh, geez. Who's well, upgrading their swag to know tomorrow? It's gotta be Dicky. Your, your, no, your buddy V Bud. V Bud. I know. I, I'm sure he's probably going to be a future guest here. But V Bud called me up and said, "Hey, man, oh, I'm, gosh. I'm looking at Aerotech steel Aerotech. fibers." And I'm like, okay. <laughs> He's like, I need that. I need that four through the lob. And I'm like, like be about these. There's an upcharge like for this shaft, right? <laughs> Which I'm totally cool. Like with our guys, it's like, hey, if you want it, if it's gonna make you play better, and you're representing our brand, we will do it. Hundred percent, we'll do it. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? This is what you want. Yeah, bud. This is what I need. I, I can just How much hear that. I think he actually said, yeah, but that's I think he yeah, said, this is what I need to take it to the next level. Or it might have been his exact words. Um, Sounds about right. Verbatim. <laughs> the the upcharges change, Comey, like depending on the club you're putting it in. Right. If you're putting it in like. But for the arrow, arrow, arrow text. Yeah, but if you're putting it in like a rogue iron. Right. It's a different price than if you're putting it in an apex. Got you. Because they're different costs. Oh. So. I mean, the the price can range anywhere from fifty to a hundred bucks. I guess gotcha. in that range. I don't know the specifics, but he uses these things. Lob wedge, that adds up. He yeah. uses these things for two and a half weeks. And I he called me up. Might, might, must have been a tough phone call. He's like, "Bud, I'm flighting it too high with these things." I'm like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "I'm losing yardage, man. I don't think these shafts are for me." I'm like, "V, bud, listen. <laughs> what am listen, I gonna do like, with this? This shit is here. like." Like I asked you, man. Like I knew. When I tried I was to confirm. It in, I just saw the number go up and up, and I'm like, "Are you sure? Yeah, bud. This is what I need." And it, it you know what? Every shaft is designed for different golfers, right? And mm-hmm. it turns out that that shaft just didn't work for them. Whatever. We learned our lesson. Yes, you. Yes, you and can. We got it. We we got it fixed. You can when you see Bud Pat, you can say yeah. Bud Pat. I, he started the graphite trend. He yeah, got me yeah, into yeah. the graphite. V Bud's like, holy <laughs> schnookums, man! I got to get my hands on some graphite. Yeah, and I remember I'm it was sure like Bud will tell the story. When he's it was like the seventh hole at the quarry, hitting down like back towards the clubhouse, man. And it looked like he he was hitting a seven iron. It was like a pitching wedge, and he's like, I'm rattled, <laughs> Bud. I gotta talk to Jim, right? Yeah, <laughs> That's wild. Wild. <laughs> um, well, I'm just thinking, Jim, what else do you got to tell us, man? Like, Dude, I know you I, got I, some I, other stories I'm, here. You always got uh, enough for You us. guys know everything. I, I honestly do not lead the most exciting life out there. I think I've told you. It sounds like you live a very exciting life. Oh, no, it's, no, it's a lot but of play with time. Tiger. My life would be like, uh, uh, <laughs> that's the peak. Call me. It was 25 years ago, man. I don't care. Could have been 125. And I'm glad man. it's now officially on record because it's it. My mind's gonna start fading, right? Greg and Gates gonna be calling right? in the after this gets released. Eventually, so it's gonna out, be yeah. the story's gonna evolve to yeah. We played 16 holes. We were dead even. Yeah, uh, I clutched him on 18, man. I made a 20 foot. Iced him. Iced him on a three footer. Wouldn't give it to him. Like the the, the story's gonna evolve, but uh, as it should. Yeah, you play golf yeah. Tiger Woods. Yeah. It's nice but, to house that story on the Four Jack podcast. So thank you for yeah, sharing hey, it. Yeah, hey guys, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks. It was uh, it was tons of fun. We probably went over our allotted uh, time limit. I, 
I don't even. I told know you. The I SD just, card has saved all of this. We're gonna check out. After I just. We planned for two more hours. Yeah. Didn't we? If you need extra storage, you know, you want me to throw in a couple bucks? Just let me know. <laughs> I'm just. Uh, I'm happy for the invite. I know. I kind of. I, I kind of spurred it on by by sending you guys out a note and and love what you guys are doing. I think it's a lot of fun and. And hopefully I can come back on again, maybe in in January when, no, we, you'll when we start really announcing these products, and, and uh, we'll go through the whole product line. Absolutely, we can't thank you enough for being out here, Jim. You yeah. were kind of our white whale to get, and uh, it's, <laughs> yeah, we're so happy to have you on, and hey, uh, can't wait to have you on again. Yeah, appreciate it. Buddy. Be good and good thanks, luck Jimmy. with uh, with future podcasts, and let me know how I can help. Absolutely, absolutely. Jim. All right, boys. Hello, Four Jack Podcast fam. It's your boy Active Nation, and thank you for listening to the Four Jack Podcast. It would mean the absolute world to us if you could go hit that subscribe button and leave us a lovely five-star review on the Apple Podcast app. You know what? Because that would really make our day. Thank you, and let's keep on golfing, baby. I kind of like that last one. Okay. Then we're good. Got it.